What is going on? Pardon my pancreas podcast. As you can tell, we've got a bit of a scene change today if you're watching the video. If you're not, I'll point now, we got snow behind us. We are in Big Bear, California with the family. We got the pup right here. Got Misty. Hey, hey, come here. Oh, isn't she cute? Uh, so she's freezing. It's actually pretty cold. I'm going to let her inside. But today, you guys have heard about sugar surfing. We're going to get into actually sugar snowboarding and talk about how I plan on keeping my blood sugar stable and playing nice throughout a day full of activities. All right, guys, let's get to our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. Alrighty, so I'm going to go ahead and grab a seat over here so I can have a chat with you guys. But today we're going to talk about how I am up in Big Bear, up in the mountains, and uh, we're about to enjoy some activities. we got snowboarding slated for uh, Monday coming up, and uh, enjoy the rest of the weather. It's pretty cold, as you can tell, there's snow right out in front of me. And uh, we got snowboarding plans, so I want to talk to you guys about my strategy for snowboarding and how I'm going to stay stable. Now, I mentioned in the intro sugar surfing. If you're not familiar with this concept, the idea is to mimic your blood sugars to that of what it looks like to surf on a wave, right, in the ocean. So surfing, you go up and down the wave, right, up and down, up and down. You stay nice and level, but it is small movements up and down. We recognize that blood sugars are not always going to be perfect flatline, right? That's okay. That's part of life. Uh, but with snowboarding, I'm going to walk you guys through uh, a, a new analogy and uh, tell you guys a bit of a story about how this is going to work for me. So uh, with surfing, sugar surfing, and as you probably know, I'm a surfer. I grew up in San Diego, California. Surfing and sugar surfing, the idea behind it is micro boluses to have little amounts of insulin to correct before it gets too late, right? You correct at maybe 140, 150 if you're starting to go up versus waiting until you're 200, 250 to give a correction. Uh, and these are small redirections we're giving the insulin or our blood sugar with insulin. The other idea is if you're starting to drop, you give yourself a micro correction with uh, the treats, right? Micro treating. This could be one glucose tab. It could be one Oreo. Uh, instead of waiting until your you know double arrows down at 40 and you want to eat the whole kitchen. So sugar surfing, small corrections throughout your days. But with uh, sugar snowboarding, right? Sugar boarding. I don't even know what to call it, but. Uh, sugar snowboarding. The idea behind snowboarding is usually not get down the mountain as fast as you can, unless you're racing. That's the only time you want to do that. What you're after is a controlled descent down the mountain. Now, there are different opportunities to uh, challenge yourself, right? You have the freestyle park with boxes, rails, jumps. I love that section myself. Uh, fun fact that's actually how I separated my AC joint and messed up my shoulder. Uh, side fun fact, I shouldn't have been snowboarding that day in the first place because I was snowboarding with a broken arm. I didn't make great decisions in college. I broke my arm skateboarding and then went snowboarding and messed up my shoulder. But that's besides the point. There are the freestyle parks where you can go do tricks. There are the double black diamonds where you can get technical and try to maneuver your way down a very steep portion of the mountain. Uh, but if we're talking about the general happy trail down the mountain where you get to enjoy your time and not challenge yourself as much the idea 
as I said, is to descend the mountain in a controlled manner. There's a couple different concepts here. One is called the falling leaf, right? You keep your back facing towards the mountain, your, your front facing down the mountain, and you controlled go left and right, left and right, and you slide down the mountain. Uh, requires a lot less skill, but it is a lot slower, a lot more controlled, great for beginners. This is uh, kind of an idea of what low carb or keto might offer, right? You have this slow change with your blood sugars as you're limiting variables. Keto, when you are not eating large amounts of carbs or hardly any carbs at all, there's very little fluctuation in your blood sugars. Now, in that slow descent, if you were to re reposition your snowboard and go straight down the mountain, as would if you had a plate full of carbs, blood sugars are going to go wacky, right? You're not used to eating carbohydrates. Uh, just as a beginner on a snowboard might not be used to going straight down the mountain, they're going to crash. And if you're a true keto and you end up crashing, that means you're falling out of ketosis. It's going to make life difficult for you. Um, and obviously, you're going to probably see a pretty massive spike in blood sugars because your body's not used to using carbohydrates as fuel. Now, move into kind of a low-carb approach, right? We've got falling leaf with snowboarding becomes maybe the sea turns where you start with your back facing towards the mountain and then you slowly make a big wide right turn until your front side's facing the mountain. So you make a 180 degree turn and then you stop and go, okay, whew, I didn't die. Let's go back. And then you slowly make a left turn all the way back around, big wide turn. Now your back's facing the mountain again, right? Whew, look back, hey, I think I got this thing. I'm doing pretty well, right? You see, there's a new variable involved. You are now turning just like in low carb, you've introduced carbohydrates, but they are still kind of, uh, they're not a massive impact on your blood sugars because you've reduced them. You've restricted your carbohydrates. And as a result, they don't, they don't pose as much of a threat. A lot of diabetics go low carb for this reason. They want to limit the variables, but they still want to enjoy carbs every now and again. Now, the issue with low carb that I see a lot of people make is that they, they go low carb, but then they look at the dessert plates and go, Ah, I want that though. <laughs> and they look at this plate that's, you know, 80 grams of carbohydrates in four bites. This cake, this lava cake, whatever it is. And uh, it's really tricky to navigate that when you're not ready for it, when you don't have the preparation necessary. So if another snowboarder trying to do the sea turns goes again, straight down the mountain, maybe they go off a massive jump. Well, guess what's going to happen? You're going to crash. Most likely. You might nail it. You might land that snowboarding trick. But most likely you're going to crash because you've not reached that level of understanding yet of how to manipulate the snowboard in the air. In a similar fashion, low carb. If you've only experienced low carb and you've never experimented with carbohydrates to see how they impact blood sugar, see what your true insulin to carb ratio is, well, you, you might crash. There's a chance you might nail it. Every once in a while you'll get it right. But there's a good chance you're going to crash. And crashing again looks like spiking. And then maybe your rage bolus because, oh, no, I hit 300. Quick, give insulin. And then you give too much and you crash down low. And you eat too many more carbs. And it's just a roller coaster all day long. Nobody likes that, right? It's a, it's a frustrating piece of life with diabetes that you want to avoid as often as possible. Now, within snowboarding, the next step before we get too advanced into it is gonna be the S turns, right? S turns mean you're going wide left and then wide right, and you're starting to connect the docks. You're connecting different turns into more of an actual ride versus controlled falling down the mountain, right? So with S turns, it's a big left, a big right, starting to get the hang of it. You get the chance to kind of look around and enjoy the day, uh, you know, enjoy your time snowboarding. You feel more in control. Now the S turns, I personally believe 
are where a lot of people are when they begin to understand the impact of macronutrients overall. Now, what I mean by that is carbohydrates are not the enemy, but they're also not the only thing you need to be worrying about and be thinking about. So you got carbohydrates, we also got fats, and we also got proteins. All three of these can and will impact blood sugars in a different way. Now, when I was first diagnosed, I was told that fats and proteins were free, that they did not require insulin at all. So guess what I did? I would go eat an entire chicken and go, yum, didn't have to dose for that. <laughs> and then wonder why hours later, I had this stubborn rise that just goes 150, 200, 250. I'm like, what the heck just happened? I did not expect this, right? And when you have a deeper understanding, whether it's snowboarding or diabetes, you can start to connect the dots and make those controlled decisions as you guide yourself down the mountain in a more enjoyable way. So, you know, sugar snowboarding, the idea behind it is there's different levels of control, different levels of understanding, right? I'm not saying you can't be in control in ketosis or as a low carber, but I would say that as you build out your understanding of how carbs, fats, proteins impact your blood sugars, you open up new opportunities to explore, maybe you can have dessert. Maybe you can have pizza. Maybe you can have a fruit smoothie. That's 70 carbs, right? Uh, these opportunities will arise once you're able to understand the different variables that can and will impact blood sugars. I mean, I went years where I just guessed at everything. I rounded up and rounded down and uh, I never truly counted my carbs. It was all a guessing game because I didn't want to deal with it. But ultimately, I'll tell you, once you take the time to understand at a deeper level the variables that impact blood sugar fluctuations, the things that cause blood sugars to change, then you can unlock the true freedom with diabetes. Then you can unlock, okay, let's grab this one food that I'm craving right now. Like for lunch today, uh, my wife and I were on the road. You know, we're driving up here to Big Bear. It was a three-hour drive. And I was like, I'll just eat lunch when we get there. Well, halfway there, I'm starving. So we decided to pull off and go grab some lunch, right? It wasn't planned. And because of that, I had to think through my existing knowledge base of, okay, this type of food typically affects blood sugars in this certain way. I'm still in the car for at least another hour, so I don't want to have my blood sugar spike because I can't go for a walk to bring it down naturally. And you see how these gears start to move, start to work in your favor as you connect the dots to make those esterins as you glide down the mountain and actually enjoy the ride. So the goal here, sugar snowboarding, sugar surfing, the concepts are relatively similar, but as you build out your understanding of diabetes, you will open up the world to experience uh, and not feel restricted within your diabetes. You can eat how you want. You can exercise how you want. On Monday, we're going snowboarding for the entire day. I haven't been snowboarding unfortunately, in like a year, maybe two years, uh, life's just gotten really hectic in that, you know, with this, I don't remember exactly how snowboarding impacts blood sugars. But what I do know are the things that I teach in my program, like our airs, right? We understand how different types of exercise and activities can and will impact blood sugars. And because of that, I do have a plan going into it. I know how I can adjust my pre-bolus for breakfast and lunch to set me up for success throughout the day so that I can sugar snowboard while I actually snowboard and I can enjoy the day not worrying about my blood sugars, not worrying about what are they going to do if I go snowboard for four or five hours in a row and then have a quick break for lunch and then another four or five hours in a row. This is only possible 
with controlled blood sugars once you understand the core movers behind your blood sugars, okay? Instead of relying on, oh, I'll just let it sit at 250 all day just to be safe, right? No, that's not how you want to live your life because you're not going to have a life to live in 10, 15, 20 years when you start developing complications. Your body starts to shut down because of these blood sugars that are, are wrecking your insides over the years. So, uh, I mean, this episode is getting kind of long. I feel like it's getting drawn out. Uh, I actually want to go play in the snow right now. So, uh, core take-home concepts right now. Uh, the more you understand about your diabetes, about how it works, about how your diabetes works. We are all unique. We are all different. But the more you can understand about the movers behind your blood sugar fluctuations, the more freedom you will have in your life to experience things you want to experience, to create new memories, and to live life on your terms. This is the entire concept that I've built my life with diabetes on top of. I micromanage my understanding, right? I get all the pieces moving behind the scenes. I prepare ahead of time so that while I'm snowboarding, and I keep looking over there because that's where the mountain is, we can see it. While I'm snowboarding, I don't have to think about my blood sugars. I can rest assured knowing that the strategies that I put in place are gonna keep me running smooth and in range 95% of the time. And I say that because that's my 90 day average time over time over time. This consistently happens because of the pieces, pieces that I put in place, which are only possible through understanding, experimentation, which leads into prediction. Okay, those are the three core pieces. Number one, this is what we're talking about today, understanding. Figure out how different things impact your blood sugars. Take time to document. Look at the different variables, right? We've talked about this before. There are over 42 variables that can impact blood sugars. If you're not aware of even four or five of those, how do you expect to ever see blood sugars that are stable and in range on a consistent basis? You can't, it's just not gonna happen. You need to know what you're dealing with in order to have it sail smoothly, all right? So, snowboarding analogy, sugar snowboarding. You can do the falling leaf, you know, remove all the variables, don't have fun in life, restrict yourself, and as such, you will still see control, you will still get down the mountain. You can introduce a few variables, right? Look into low carb and, okay, now I can get a C turn going. I can turn once, 180, I'm still good. Turn once, 180, I'm still good. Or you can continue learning, continue experimenting, and see what else the world offers. You don't have to change out of low carb, but if you have an understanding of how these different macronutrients are going to affect blood sugars, you can open it up if one night out of the week you want to go crazy and have 70 carbs or 80 carbs or you know go nuts like me and have hundreds of carbs. Like Whatever you want to do, if you have the understanding in place, you're going to have a lot better chance of getting through it smoothly and being able to live your life on your terms. All right, so that's what I got for you guys today. It's actually quite cold, and uh, I'm gonna head back into where it's heated before going into the snow, before the sun sets, but hopefully you guys found this useful. Uh, to get a deeper understanding of what you're doing with blood sugars, I would recommend some books. There's a ton of good books out there. Um, Google search is gonna, gonna show you where to find the best ones, but off the top of my head, think like a pancreas, I've heard it's a great one. Uh, of course, I recommend my journal for documenting your blood sugars, Trending Health Journal. But ultimately, find someone who can teach you these things about blood sugars. Now, some of you have doctors that are great for this, endocrinologists, physician assistants, and if you have that, ask them the questions. Be your own best advocate. We're getting sidetracked here, but we're gonna go with it. 
if you have access to a medical team that is willing to help you and is knowledgeable in that area, why aren't you taking advantage of that? Ask why. Ask more questions to get that deeper understanding. It is up to you. It's not their diabetes. They're there to help you, but they can't do it for you. You have to be willing to ask the questions and then put in the work. All right. And if you don't have access to a medical team that can do that for you, or if you're ready to take this into your own hands, take responsibility for your diabetes and to excel to the next level, highly recommend you go check out a training that I did recently where I dive a bit deeper into different types of activities. In fact, the exact formula that I'm going to be using on Monday to snowboard the whole day and most likely stay in range while eating on the go, right? If you want to grab a free training I did on those topics where I dive into my 80-20 blood sugar formula, head over to diabetesinaction.com. Right now, got a little notepad, take some notes, see what you can implement in your life, see what light bulbs go off, and if you resonate with this type of uh, coaching that I do, the type of training that I give, there's an opportunity at the end of the call to sign up for a consultation call, see if uh, we'd be a good fit for working together if I can coach you on that next level, the advanced strategies that I use, okay? So head over to diabetesinaction.com. Like I said, it's a bit chilly, so I'm gonna head inside. Hopefully you guys found this useful. I'm gonna head out and uh, prepare to go snowboard while I sugar snowboard. Have an awesome day, guys, and keep up the fight.